0: It's Friday morning in September and I am driving into work, but 40 years ago at this time I would have been driving to school and jacked up about playing high school football. There may not be a better thing in the world, but it got me to thinking about all of the other milestones that occur during your senior year. And so, again, 40 years ago, this would have been the first month of my senior year, and I thought it might be fun this year to connect with some of the seniors at Augusta High School, my alma mater, and some of my classmates throughout the year, talk about their career paths, talk about what they were thinking 40 years ago about what their life would look like 40 years later and then talk to our seniors and ask them what they're thinking their lives will look like 40 years from now. So that's all part of this special series on Espresso Yourself with Chuck. It's time for another episode of Espresso Yourself with Chuck. And now, coming to the mic, your host, Chuck. As I mentioned, I am a proud alumnus of Augusta High School, the class of 1984. And 40 years ago, in 1983, we were in our first month of senior year. Now, I am going to be just speaking about Chuck Knapp's experience. I understand other people have different experiences, Uh, maybe had a different kind of senior year than I did. So I'm when I'm talking about senior year, I'm talking about from my perspective, my experience. Uh, I will be talking, however, to some of my classmates, hopefully throughout the year and uh, get their view of their senior year. Anyway, I loved it. I was really excited about football. Uh, I had, uh, to say role player um, might even be an overstatement. I mean, my, my role was uh, to stand on the sidelines during, <laughs> during games, uh, or at least varsity games, up until that point. I did not letter my sophomore or junior years in football. And I don't know if lettering is different now than it was then, uh, but you had to earn your letter. You had to play so many quarters in a varsity football game to earn the letter for football. I had not done that. And so my senior year, I was bound and determined to get on the field more. And that took working in the summer. And, and I was not a big guy. I was slow, probably still the slowest wide receiver in the history of Augusta high school. Um, so I didn't have a lot of skill um, and frankly I probably didn't work that hard the previous years I loved being on a team I love football you know I made it through the practices but wasn't really committed so the the summer between my junior and senior years I actually committed because I, I wanted as a senior to play more varsity and I, I wanted to earn my letter, um, which at the time was a big deal. Again, 40 years later, I don't know if anybody even cares about that, but I did at the time. So uh, September was exciting. We started football practice in mid-August, around August 15th, something like that. Had two-a-day practices, so we were there early in the morning. And then in the afternoon to evening, uh, it's hot, as you know, in Kansas in August, uh, but that's just the way it was, and it was it was hard. But at the same time, it was also exciting and fun to be with your teammates and and share that kind of cruddy experience of being just dead tired and not thinking you can get through the final win sprint. Uh, now those are fond memories. At the time, I I really I hated it, um, that part of it, fe- feeling that feeling, but. Anyway, at this time of the year, you're getting back with friends, you're getting involved in your activities, uh, whether it's athletics or Stucco or whatever it is that that you would do. And so we had 103 in our class that graduated. Um, At one time we had 113. I'm not sure how many at the beginning of the year. But anyway, it was an exciting time. The lead up to that was, you know, 17 years that I won't go into in great detail, uh, but I've never really told my story on one of these Espresso Yourself with Chuck episodes or Coffee with Chuck before. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of background, uh, kind of a quick snapshot of my story. I was adopted as an infant. My parents... Uh, were on their second marriages. Uh, they were older, uh, adopted me nine months after they had been married, uh, and then 10 months later adopted my uh, younger sister, Mary. Uh, they moved to a small farm southeast of Augusta when I was four, almost five years old. And um, I started kindergarten at Robinson Elementary, went through K-12, in Augusta, at the time it was Augusta Junior High. Uh, I lived out in the country, I was in 4-H. I would go to high school football games with my buddy Pete Bodick, uh, spend the night with Pete a lot, um, and just had a really uh, pretty good childhood. Fourth grade, my mom was in the hospital a lot up at KU Med Center. She had some pretty significant health issues, and uh, that was a tough year. Um, I remember one one day my mom came in and and said you know we I don't know if we're going to be able to take care of you and your sister we may have to put you in foster care for a little while and um, I'm not sure I even quite understood what foster care was uh, in fourth grade but um, my dad who worked not only a 40 hour job during the week, but also did the farm work in the evenings and, and on the weekends um, said, no, we will, we will figure out how to make this work. And so my grandma, my dad's mother stayed with us uh, for, for a while and, and helped take care of us because my dad had to work. Um, so we were fortunate to have that that family support and be able to kind of get through that time um, which was difficult that was, my fourth grade year was not very uh, productive but got through it got to junior high which was seventh through ninth grade I I mean, all of my memories are fond. I'm sure there were some really bad things that I didn't like at the time, but as you get older, or at least as I get older, I tend to think of the positive things and the the fun I had and the the great relationships. The only time I think of the bad things is when I think of football and I think of the dropped passes and, uh, you know, maybe a missed block or, you know, whatever. But anyway... uh, Junior high, I uh, did football and, and some other sports. Again, just an average athlete. I uh, did discover that I had some speaking ability in junior high. And then in high school, I didn't really do anything until uh, my junior year. The English teacher signed me up for forensics. And so my junior year, I started doing forensics. And I had I had success in that. And so my Going into my senior year, I was pretty excited about football, uh, wrestling, and uh, forensics. I, d- I didn't do anything in the spring related to athletics. Uh, so the fall and winter were the sports seasons and, uh, and then spring musical and some other stuff in the, in the spring. So I was pumped. I was excited. We had a close class. Uh, I mean, you know, there were people who had different interests, athletics, academics, whatever. But there was a lot of crossover in those in those groups. I I felt like we really were a a group of of folks who liked each other. And, And maybe that's because it was a smaller school whatever. A lot of us had gone to school with each other for a long time, elementary school, then we all blended really well in junior high. And, uh, and then we even had some folks come in sophomore, junior year in high school, and they just, you know, became part of the family pretty quickly. So things were looking really nice in uh, September of 1983. I was excited. Practice was actually going okay. I mean, I wasn't uh, certainly wasn 't the best athlete, but i was I was working hard, and I think the coaches were noticing that um, and finally, we got to right before the first game, and I was going to start on special teams, which for me was a big deal uh, you know in high school, depending on the size of school, you know that may not be uh, a big deal for me personally, it was because I had never. At any point in my high school career had a guarantee of getting on the field so I knew that at least on kickoffs and uh, kickoff return I was going to be on the field so I was pretty pumped about that in fact our first game of the season which was against Mulvane High School I uh, was on the kickoff team we kicked off And um, I was in on the very first tackle of our season with my friend John Price. And that was the first time in a varsity game my name had been mentioned over the PA system. And so for me, that was a a huge start to my, my senior year football career. But obviously, it's not all about football. Uh, although it was a significant part. I was also in music. Uh, we, we had a, a select singing group called Madrigals, and so that was about 16 people, uh, and we would go out in the community and perform at different events, and, and so that was a, a really uh, cool group of folks. But um, the reason I wanted to do this series is also talk about career thoughts, Uh, And what I was thinking related to career and what some of my my classmates were thinking about their careers and what some of you as seniors or maybe underclassmen are thinking about in high school uh, related to your career path. So at that time as a senior, I wasn't sure where I was going to go to college. I did. Know that I was going to college. Neither of my parents had gone to a university. My mom had taken business classes at um, kind of a, a business school, but it wasn't a college or university. And so I would have been the first uh, in our family to go to college. And I I went to college because I thought I needed to get the degree. That's that's what that's what all of our counselors told us. You know, you need to go to college. And I really didn't know exactly what I was going to do in college once I got there, but I was going to go to college, and it was at that time between Wichita State and the University of Kansas. I grew up a Wichita State fan. Augusta is about 12 miles east of Wichita. So I grew up in the era of MTXE basketball. Uh, We had some great basketball players at Wichita State, uh, over the years, but but certainly in in the '80s, uh, at that time there there were some really good Wichita State teams, and uh, baseball uh, was was great. So I, I grew up a Wichita State fan. In 1981, they played KU in the NCAA basketball tournament and beat them in what was known as the Battle of New Orleans, and that was the night of our freshman dance, and we were well, the Wichita State fans were going crazy, the KU fans not so much. But anyway, my senior year, it was down to those two schools, and really the only reason I was considering KU was because I had some friends there. I knew a whole lot more about Wichita State. In fact, I was probably more of a K-State fan at that time because being in 4-H, I'd had a lot of exposure to Kansas State University through the Extension mm-hmm. Service. So, uh, It was in the fall where I was starting to think about campus visits and uh, also uh, taking the ACT. I only took it once and I um, didn't get a high enough score to get a scholarship. At that time, it really didn't, if you graduated from a Kansas high school, you were automatically accepted to any of the state schools. So there was no qualified admissions. You didn't have to have a certain GPA. Basically, if you could survive high school, you could go to college. Uh, I mean, you had to pay for it, but um, based on your financial situation. So anyway, that's what was going on in my life in 1983. Uh, Still hadn't decided in the fall what I wanted to do. So that's going to be a part of a, a future episode. This one is a little bit shorter than our normal episodes, But um, that's probably going to be the case. We're going to kind of sprinkle these in throughout this season two of Espresso Yourself with Chuck. And uh, some of them will be longer because I'm going to be speaking with some of you. And as I mentioned, some of my classmates. Uh, But what I really want to do is, I want to hopefully connect with some of our students at Augusta High School a little bit more uh, because of the special connection. Uh, And the seniors especially, not only at Augusta High School, but throughout the JAG-K organization. We have, we don't know the final numbers yet, but we'll probably have around a 1,000 seniors this year throughout the state. We have 113 programs in JAG-K this year. So a lot of seniors uh, in a lot of different types of schools, very large schools, very small schools, urban, rural. Um, We have students that are not necessarily in a traditional JAG-K program, but they may be in foster care in a community that doesn't have a JAG-K program in the school. But we have a program we call transition services. So if you're a student in foster care in one of our traditional JAG-K programs and you leave that school and go to a school that doesn't have JAG-K, we have a program that will come alongside you and continue to give you support and uh, teach you some of the career development skills and the leadership development skills we teach in the traditional program. Obviously, we can't do as much uh, because we don't have you as often, but we're going to keep you connected to JAG-K. And uh, that is important for us. We think it'll be helpful for you. um, Just to give you some idea, the, the graduation rate for students in foster care in a Kansas high school is 61%. If you are in a transition services program, though, the graduation rate is 80%. If you're in a JAGK program, a traditional JAGK program, our graduation rate is 92%. So we believe it's important that you're in a in a JAGK program uh, for all students. But if you can't, we want to make sure we get you in transition services. So everyone should remember that. But if you're a senior, especially, and you think you're going to be placed somewhere else this year, make sure your specialist is up to date on that so we can make sure you stay connected with JAG-K. As seniors, the other thing I'm going to remind you all year is we have an alumni association and it's not incredibly active but we want it to be active so we need you to stay in touch with us. Um, One of the ways we do that anyway is we have a 12-month follow-up with all of our seniors so we stay connected to you on a monthly basis regardless but we want you involved, we want you coming back to your school uh, to talk to other students, uh, current students at the time. Tell them about your career path, your journey to success. We want you to stay connected to the JAG-K family. So I'm going to continue to say that any event you go to this year. I'm going to say something about the Alumni Association and staying connected. The other thing, and if your career specialists haven't said this already in the, in the early part of the year, let me tell you, get an email, an email address that's separate from your school email address. So, something Gmail, there are a lot of free email addresses available. Make it a professional email address that you would be proud to see on a resume. So, you know, not hotstuff at gmail.com. Uh, something your name, dot, last name, you know, whatever. Something, something professional. And something that can be used on a permanent basis. Look at getting on LinkedIn. That's kind of the business Facebook. And I know a lot of younger people aren't on Facebook, but LinkedIn is is an important networking tool. And networking is is something that, uh, if you haven't talked about it, we will discuss it this year on Espresso Yourself with Chuck and the importance of networking and and maybe some tips on, on how to do it effectively. Uh, So that's just part of our leadership development. Uh, There's so many aspects of of JAG-K, and and hopefully as a senior you've been in for a few years. But if not, dive in. The water is fine, and we're glad you're part of it. So uh, having said that, hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Espresso Yourself with Chuck. Until next time, enjoy your coffee. Music for Espresso Yourself with Chuck is provided by Bensound Music at bensound.com. Thank you to our announcer, Kelly Newton, and producers Kim Ferdig and Don Neer.